Good afternoon and welcome back to chapter 14 of Mr Stink. We're over halfway there. <laughs> so, um, let us see. Chapter 14, Lady and the Tramp. So, Lady and the Tramp was the headline. Mr Stern had been true to his word and the story had made the front page of the Times. A large photograph of Mother and Mr Stink accompanied the piece. Mr Stink was smiling broadly, showing his blackened teeth. Mother was trying to smell smile, sorry, but because of the smell, she had to keep her mouth firmly closed. As soon as the paper boy put the paper through the letterbox, the crumbs pounced on it and devoured it in a frenzy. Mother was famous! She read the article out loud with pride. Mrs Croom may not look like political revolutionary in her smart blue suits and pearls, but she could well change the way we live our lives. She is standing for MP in her local town and, although her policies read as very hard line, she has taken the extraordinary step of inviting a tramp to live with her family. It was all my idea, said Mrs Croom, pronounced Croom. At first, my family was dead against it, but I just had to give this poor, filthy, flea-ridden, dirt-encrusted, stomach-turningly smelly beggar-man and his abhorrent hound a home. I love them both dearly. They're part of the family now. I couldn't imagine life without them. If only other people were as beautifully kind-hearted as me. A modern-day saint, some people are saying. If every family in this country was to let a tramp live with them, it could solve the problem of homelessness forever. Oh, and don't forget to vote for me in the forthcoming election. It's a genius idea and could put Mrs Croom in line to be the next Prime Minister. The tramp, only known as Mr Stink, had this to say. Please could I trouble you for another sausage? It wasn't your idea, Mother, snapped Chloe, too angry to merely sulk. Well, not strictly speaking, dearest, no. Chloe glared at her, but at this moment the telephone tinkled. Oh, get that, will you, someone? It's probably for me, said Mother grandly. Annabel dutifully picked up the phone. Croom, a residence, who is speaking, please? She asked, just as her mother had instructed her to. Mother even had a special telephone voice, a note posher than her usual one. Who is it, dear? said Mother. It's the Prime Minister, replied Annabel, putting her hand over the mouthpiece. 
squealed Mother, and she hurled herself towards the telephone. Mrs. Croom speaking, said Mother in a truly ridiculous voice. A good note posher than even her usual telephone voice. Oh, yes, thank you, Prime Minister. It was a super piece in the newspaper, Prime Minister. Mother was drooling again. Dad rolled his eyes. Oh, I would be delighted to be a guest on Question Time tonight, Prime Minister, said Mother. Then she went quiet. Chloe could hear a murmur from the other end of the line, followed by silence. Mother's jaw dropped open. What? she growled into the phone, losing her poise and dignity for a second. Chloe looked at Dad questioningly and he shrugged. What do you mean you want the tramp to go on as well? said Mother incredulously. Ha <laughs> Dad grinned. Question Time was a serious political discussion programme hosted by a sir. It was Mother's big chance to shine and she obviously didn't want it ruined by a malodorous old tramp. Well, yes, went on Mother. I know it makes a good story, but does he really have to be on to? He reeks. There was another pause while the Prime Minister spoke, the murmur getting a little bit louder. Mm, Chloe was impressed with the man. Anyone who could get Mother to stop talking for a moment deserved to run the country. Yes, yes, well, if that's what you really want, Prime Minister, then yes, of course I will bring Mr Stink along. Thank you so much for calling. Oh, by the way, I make a very moist lemon drizzle cake. If you're ever passing by on your battle bus, I would be delighted to offer you a slice or two. No? OK, well, goodbye. 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 She checked one last time that he had definitely gone. Goodbye. Chloe rushed into the garden to tell Mr Stink the noise. She heard a grrrr and assumed it must be the Duchess. However, it was actually Elizabeth Cat who was growling. She was looking up at the roof of the shed where a trembling Duchess was hiding. The little black dog was yelping softly. Chloe chased Elizabeth away and eventually coaxed the Duchess down. She patted her. There, there, she said. The nasty puss has gone now. Elizabeth flew out of the bushes and through the air like a kung fu chicken. A terrified Duchess rocketed up the apple tree to safety. Elizabeth prowled round the trunk, hissing malevolently. Chloe knocked on the shed door. Hello? Is that you, Duchess? Came Mr Stink's voice from inside. No, it's Chloe, said Chloe. He's nuts, she thought. Oh, lovely Chloe, do come in, dear heart. 
Mr Stink upturned a bucket. Please, please take a seat. So, did your mother and I make the newspaper? You're on the front page. Look! She held up the paper and he let out a little chuckle. <laughs> Fame at last! And that's not all. We've just had a call from the Prime Minister. Winston Churchill? Um, no, we've got a new one now. And he wants you and Mother to go on this programme called Question Time tonight. On the televisual box? The TV? Yes. And I was thinking, before you go on... Chloe looked at Mr Stink hopefully. It might be a good idea if, if you had a... Yes, child. Well, uh, yes. Uh, she finally plucked up the courage to say it. Bath? Mr Stink looked at her suspiciously for a few seconds. Chloe, he asked at last. Yes, Mr Stink? I don't smell, do I? <sighs> How could she answer that? She didn't want to hurt Mr Stink's feelings, but then again it would be much easier to be around him if he were introduced to Mr Soap and his charming wife, Mrs Water. No, 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 of course you don't smell, said Chloe, gulping the biggest gulp that had ever been gulped. Oh, thank you, my dear, said Mr Stink, seeming almost convinced. Then why do people call me Mr Stink? In her head, Chloe heard the intensely dramatic music from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. This could, in fact, have been the million-pound question, but Chloe had no 50-50, no ask the audience, and not even phone a friend at her disposal. <sighs> After a long pause in which you could probably have watched all three Lord of the Rings films in their specially extended director's cuts, words started to form in Chloe's mouth. Um, it's a joke, she heard herself saying. A joke? asked Mr Stink. Yes, um, because you actually smell really nice, so everyone calls you Mr Stink as a joke. Really? His suspicion seemed to be thawing a little. Yes, like calling a really small man Mr Big, or a very thin person Fatso. Oh... Yes, I understand. <laughs> Most amusing, chuckled Mr Stink. The Duchess looked at Chloe with a look that said, You had the chance to tell him, but you chose to carry on the lie. How do I know what the Duchess's look said? Because there is an excellent book in my local library entitled One Thousand Doggy Expressions Explained by Professor L. Stone. But I digress. But, said Chloe, you might like to have a bath. 
Well, just for fun? Well, tomorrow, chapter 15 is actually called Bath Time. So, let's see tomorrow what bath time brings, whether it's fun or not. <laughs> but I think he really needed one, don't you? So, um, we are, as I say, more than halfway through the book now. So, um, and I've got some such lovely books um, waiting to uh, take over from this one. So, nobody's let me know whether they want things like Famous Five or whether they want Roald Dahl or even, although I think we'll possibly leave the first Harry Potter book um, for a little bit uh, while we're doing Roald Dahl and things first. But anyway, let me know, okay? Um, so, I will see you all again tomorrow for chapter 15. And until then, make sure you... Take care and stay safe. <laughs> and I will see you all tomorrow. Bye for now.